Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 645, A House or a Car, Which Should You Buy First? And A Simple Living Guide to Buying Stuff by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. And I am Dan, I'm here every weekday reading to you from some of the best blogs on personal finance. Now let's get right to our post as we start optimizing your life. A House or a Car? Which Should You Buy First? by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. So you graduated from college, landed a good job, and have been diligently saving money for a while now. Your car is getting old, and pretty soon you're going to need a new one. But you also have the desire to be a homeowner. Should you buy a new house or a new car first? This question is actually extremely difficult to answer. It truly depends on the immediate financial circumstances of the individual involved. Before thinking about it, most people would probably advise buying a house before buying a car. After all, a house is an appreciating asset and a car is a depreciating liability, right? That statement might be true in the long term, but in reality, most working professionals will eventually buy both a house and a car. In the end, you will have the money for both, so it's not really an issue of which is the better long-term investment, it's a question of which one should be purchased first. I'm going to assume the following. You have about 40K saved in cash. Your current car is old and only worth about 1,500 bucks. You want to avoid financing a car. You live in a rental property. You are looking to purchase a new car under 25K. You will be a first-time homebuyer. You are looking to purchase a house for about 275,000 with at least a 10% down payment and 5K in closing costs. Answering the following questions will assist you in making the right decision based on your own individual situation. How long will your current car last? Have a decent mechanic estimate your car's life expectancy. Are there any cheap repairs that could increase the life expectancy? Are the repairs worth the money based on the car's overall worth? Will your overall living expenses be cheaper before or after you purchase a house? Is the total cost of your current rent and utilities significantly cheaper than the cost of a mortgage, utilities, homeowner's taxes, and insurance? In other words, which living arrangement allows you to save cash the quickest? If you buy a house first, how long will it take you to save enough cash in order to purchase a car outright? How much money can you comfortably afford to save each month? Likewise, if you buy a car first, 
How long will it take you to replace the cash necessary for a down payment on a house? How much money can you comfortably afford to save each month? Do you expect decent short-term real estate appreciation in the housing market you intend to buy into? Ask a real estate agent for numbers on local market trends. Have home prices been rising or sinking? What do the overall unsold inventory numbers look like? In other words, is there any foreseen disadvantage to holding off on a house purchase for a year? Consider the following scenario. You really want a new house, so you decide to deal with your old car's problems and instead purchase a new house first. Now you have zero cash, but you do have a slowly appreciating asset, a beautiful new home. Six months later, your old car completely breaks down and the repair costs are close to the total value of the car. If the car isn't worth the money, you will have no choice but to finance a new car. You will now be paying interest on an auto loan in addition to paying your monthly mortgage payments. The annual appreciation of your house is counterbalanced by the finance charges you are paying on your car loan, at least for the first couple of years. In the end, was it really smarter to purchase the house first? The bottom line. As I stated earlier, most people assume that buying a house first is the smarter choice. While it very well could be, it isn't necessarily the best order of operations for everyone. It completely depends on individual circumstance. A Simple Living Guide to Buying Stuff by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com I'm an advocate of simple living, clutter-free environments, and resource conservation. I always choose quality over quantity, clean over complex, and sunlight over lamplight. When I'm alone in my house during the day, I typically turn off all the lights, open up the blinds, and blog or read in the glow of the natural light shining through the windows. In these moments of blissful relaxation, all of the stuff I own means nothing. Everything I need, I have. This doesn't mean the stuff I own is useless. I'm just aware of its true level of importance in the grander scheme of my existence. These moments act as my reminder. Buying stuff. Of course, I do buy stuff, and I don't only buy things I need. On occasion, I will buy something not because I need it, but because I want it. Even for an advocate of simplicity, I don't see any shame in buying stuff you like and want. So long as you make sound decisions on your purchases and avoid impulse buying, there is nothing wrong with a little splurging. Stuff cannot create change. However, you should never buy stuff in an attempt to mold yourself or your lifestyle, unless it's a book. Likewise, you should never buy stuff to become accepted in any kind of social circle. It is impossible to change or improve yourself by buying physical stuff. Real change happens in the mind. The physical world simply follows suit. My stuff, a reflection of me. Although my house is fairly organized and not overcrowded, there is a noticeable amount of stuff on the walls, shelves, and countertops. My office has bookcases with books stacked from floor to ceiling and miscellaneous sculptures and trinkets I've collected over the years. My pool table room has several framed photographs and paintings on the walls and a few napkin holder-sized bar signs on the countertops. A similar pattern can be seen throughout the rest of the house. I certainly don't need this stuff for survival. I could live without it, and I'm mentally prepared to do so if necessary. But these items are not impulse purchases from the local shopping mall. Many of these items are a reflection of my past, such as items purchased during my travels those representing my accomplishments, or photos from standout moments in my life. They are the byproducts of great memories. My memories do not rely on this stuff, 
but this stuff holds meaning because of these memories. The stuff in my house creates a sense of familiarity, and familiarity can be very relaxing. My stuff is a reflection of me, of where I've been, and what I've done with my life. I never purchase stuff to feel a certain way. I purchase stuff because I already do feel a certain way. Because of this, the items I own hold personal value, a value far greater than any monetary measurement. You just listened to the posts titled A House or a Car, Which Should You Buy First? and A Simple Living Guide to Buying Stuff, both by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. And that'll do it for today and another week here at Optimal Finance Daily. Have yourself a terrific weekend, and I'm going to see you back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits.